Impressions. Welcome to Impressions, a podcast of non-genre-specific, impressionistic music recommendations. There's an accompanying Spotify playlist for each episode. You can find it on our website, impressionspodcast.com. You might want to listen to the songs before or after this episode, or you might want to listen along with us. We'll give you a cue. My name is Busy Hemphill. My name is Nick Forrest. Yeah, I had kind of a funny day. So I was going to do some errands during lunch. And so I went to my car and it turns out that my battery was dead. I guess I left my lights on. So I called AAA, whatever. You know, I was like waiting around. And then this man gets out of a tow truck wearing black leather chaps. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Were they assless? Uh, they were, but he wow. was wearing jeans. I guess that's the definition them. of chaps. Yeah. yeah. They're always assless. They're it's always just assless. if you're wearing jeans under them. So he was so wearing he, jeans, yeah. He was. <laughs> and he has like a red kerchief instead okay. of a mask on. And I was like, damn, he's really just leaning into yeah. an aesthetic. The tow truck cowboy. Yeah. He was the tow truck cowboy who's reinventing himself by coming out west. He was just like an innocent lad in Wisconsin. He took his tow truck and got the fuck out of yeah, there. Yeah. Came on down to New Mexico, uh-huh. which some people confuse yeah. with Mexico. It's a different place. He might be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> At first, I was so annoyed and I was like, no, I'm actually very glad I had this encounter today. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, just uh, on that note, I guess I'm feeling pretty optimistic these good. days, just delighting in the world. Yeah. What are you delighted by or optimistic about today? Picking these songs was a delight in and of itself because it felt so good to ponder what delight and optimism and hope feels like, especially in right now, uh, when I'm feeling kind of the opposite of all of those things. Yeah. When I think about optimism and hope and desire, it's usually a desire for something that you don't have yet. I think it's a desire to change your situation, a desire to move up, a desire to just get something that for whatever reason you haven't been able to get yet. We're in the, the early start of the year, so things feel hopeful, things feel fresh, feels like we can really change something. So this first song is by an artist who I really love. It's Orville Peck. Um, it's actually a cover. Reba McIntyre did it, and I think other people did this song as well. But this song is really about that desire to change your situation and to hold on to hope kind of against all odds, and to just really drive yourself into the future. It's called Fancy, uh, which I love. It's such a fan, (laughs) desire to be fancy. (laughs) Anyway, it's called Fancy, and it's by Orville Peck. Impressions. journey i know it's so great (laughs) it sends shivers down my spine whenever i hear it (laughs) oh man yeah so it starts with this like church bell toll there's kind of a slow build-up it's a it's very much a story song so we're learning the story Mm. about fancy and because there's this church bell toll i did end up picturing like a church at night then somebody in 
a red velvet dress with a slit up to the hips. Mm-hmm. We learned that that's what Fancy wears. Absolutely. When the drums come in, this person is slowly to the drum beats, like walking down the aisle of this church. And it's a totally yes. empty place. The entire song, there's these constant organs mm-hmm. or synth organs, but they sort of waver in the song. So right off when the song starts, I feel like, oh, I'm kind of in some sort of like tale or myth. Like it's sort mm-hmm. of in this other realm where it becomes almost mythical or maybe just just a memory. I write down the word dreamy synth. I really need to find new vocabulary (laughs) for the dreamy synth, but it casts a spell on you. I love a narrative song because it really sweeps you away. Sonically, this one really like it puts you in Fancy's memory. Like you're, you're right there with her the entire time. She said your paws runned off and I'm real sick and the baby's gonna starve to death. She handed me a heart-shaped locket that said to thine own self be true And I shivered as I watched a roach crawl across the toe of my high-heeled shoe It sounded like somebody else that was talking, asking mama what do I do? She said, just be nice to the gentleman fancy, they'll be nice to you. And then I started listening more to the lyrics of the story, and I realized that it was about prostitution, and her mom was prostituting her out. Mm -hmm. So then that drum beat ended up kind of morphing into a jail and like walking down towards an execution or something like that, which I guess actually could still be in a church too. So yeah, we talked Mm -hmm. about witch trials the other day. You know, the church makes a lot of judgments on people. They do not like ladies in high slit red velvet dresses in (laughs) general. You don't have to be a sex worker. It's just in general. uh, You're not, it's not so modest, you know? Mm -mm. So it was interesting in my head. I had put it into this place that was a bad place. This experience was like a bad experience. But no, 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 don't worry. She explicitly says, I'm going to hold my head in shame. You know, as the story goes on, fancy gets fancy, definitely (laughs) has moved uptown. There's some line about self-righteous hypocrites. And I was like, yeah, that was me. Yeah. I love that you said it in a church because I found myself going back to this idea. Like, I think it's a very Christian or Catholic ideal of desire, but desire can often be tinged with guilt or trouble Mm -hmm. or shame. For sure. This song, yeah, when I first listened to it, I'm like, oh boy, like I'm strapping myself in for this sad story, as you mentioned. Like, it's just going to be like this trauma of ballad. In the end, when there's that great explosion, Mm -hmm. Fancy set the church on fire and she is walking away from this Uh blazing, Uh like one room country church outside of New Orleans. That's where she's from, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fancy turned a potentially dangerous and shitty situation into something explosive and soaring and liberatory. Yes. The rock guitars come in. It's just so satisfying. It only lasts for like 15 seconds, but you just feel like, oh man, like I'm sitting at the top of the penthouse and I'm just like the master of my own domain now. It's so beautiful. Yeah, you're in your cool penthouse uptown. You're watching a fireworks show and you have like the best view. It's like rockets going off. Yeah. I was also thinking like this would be an incredible song to just be speeding on a highway. Mm. Just like blasting it with your hair blowing in the wind. Like maybe Fancy's driving from her Georgia mansion to her uptown penthouse last her own song. 
to me, the person blasting it is definitely not someone who has made it yet, mm. but it's uh, somebody who is getting out of something they don't want yeah. and is going towards something they do want. I can still hear the desperation in my poor mama's voice ringing in my ears. Here's your one chance, fancy, don't let me down. Here's your one chance, fancy, don't let me down. Lord, forgive me for what I do, but if you want out, well, it's up to you, and don't let me down now, your mama's gonna move you uptown. It's too soon, or maybe it's the right time, whatever, but like, yeah. I can't predict what 2022 is going to be, so I'm not going to be like, 2022 is my year, because it's <laughs> it's a year. It is a year that will it's happen. But mm-hmm. I will say that these songs have been giving me life. Good. And I got these noise-canceling headphones for Christmas, and I wear them, like, Ooh. everywhere. <laughs> and it just, it does, Amazing. it makes just walking to work, like, so much more pleasant. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this will be okay. At least I've got this happening. Yeah. So. Um, I've played this band before. They're friends of friends. They create really kind of cinematic music that definitely is utilizing sounds from the 80s. Yeah. It's just a nice song to walk around in the sun, too. I love that. So, this is called L.A. Blue by L.A. Takedown. I felt like I was emerging from behind... <laughs> Uh, like a iridescent pearl curtain. Yes. Being like, great. Good morning. And like twinkles all over. And like, I managed to like wake up early enough to put on a really cute outfit. Mm-hmm. And I, just, I really love how I look. And I just go outside and the sun is shining and everything's perfect. And I just have no cares in the world. And that's this song. Mm. It lives in this, <laughs> in a world that's like an 80s commercial slash like pop-up song. Mm-hmm. The first thing I wrote down was cheesy synths. Oh, and yeah. And I love that you mapped them onto this iridescent pearl curtain that you flick open to start the morning. Totally. It's the sound of possibilities. It really is. There's a little bit of a break and then it comes back with a vengeance yeah. and it's more definitively major. Yeah. And that's really the part when I really start strutting oh, down totally, yeah. the sidewalk. Yeah. It would be a fun catwalk song. Mm-hmm. Like It's a winter mm-hmm. to spring transitional Ooh, show. Yeah. And so you start with mm-hmm. maybe some lovely like luxe you know Ooh, faux furs like white silvers and then when the sunny guitars come in you take it <laughs> off and you reveal some great resort yeah. wear for 2022 We're, it's resort bitches yeah. <laughs> And you like throw the fur coat on the ground and you like walk out of the Uh hall that you're doing the runway and you just go onto the street. More and more people just join you and everybody's wearing like wonderful prints and vibrant color blocks. And I'm just going to say some more fashion words like wrap dresses, (laughs) other resort wear. When I was a copywriter for fashion, uh, resort (laughs) wear was always my favorite thing to do because you could be like unabashedly corny and cheesy because it's like, did you ever want to visit Martin? but you're stuck in a boardroom well slide into these glittery slides (laughs) it's just this fantasy and this song is such a fantasy this would be a good song on qvc or some other home shopping network oh totally buy this for your grandma watch your grandma go into irrecoverable debt with our easy payments (laughs) i know it's dark sorry it's okay it's not your fault that reality is dark exactly 
there's so many layers. There's so many little surprises throughout the song. One thing I really latched onto was that noodling guitar riff that comes in halfway through. And then to me, like as I was walking through this like very iridescent, sparkly world where everything's just like shimmering and very pretty, like a flock of butterflies just kind of emerges. One of them lands on your shoulder and it's like, hey, it's okay. You got this. Like it's gonna be fine. And then the guitars double. And then like the other butterflies come and they're like, oh, you guys, we're we're gonna do this together. Yeah. (laughs) I was reminded once I was driving between Iowa and Ohio and there was like butterfly migration happening. There's just like hundreds of butterflies just on the highway. I was on I-80. At first I was like, this is gorgeous. And like this song would be playing in this vision. I was like, oh man, like I opened a window and then one like immediately got sucked into the car. I was like, oh my fucking God, no. And then I looked at the windshield and there was like dozens of smashed butterflies all over my window. They were like these little pretty like yellow guys. It was brutal. So... I also thought of that and how funny the song would be in kind of a situation that suddenly becomes just like unmanageable and a little bit horrifying. Yes, this is perfect for the unintentional butterfly slaughter and like torture that you're doing. (laughs) Like, and I'm sure you are also freaking out when the butterflies in the car. Of course, like fuck, 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 fuck. Oh god! (laughs) And like, my mind is like, oh my god, it's gonna like bite me. (laughs) Like, like, wait, it's a butterfly. No, I honestly, butterflies and moths, like the way they move. I hate it. I hate it. Like, because they're so frantic and it makes me then really anxious too. Like when a moth is like, where's the light? I got to find light. I hate it so much. Yeah. I feel like butterflies have very little boundaries too. They just like come right up to you. They'll land on your nose. Like they don't give a fuck. Yes. song again i'm thinking of this idea of desire and hope tinged with a little bit of fear okay um this song is not that at all but it is called icarus which is that okay it's a song you can just sway back and forth to Mm -hmm. and i just find it so delightful so this next song is called icarus by fauna hughes impressions The initial guitar almost sounds like I Got You, Babe by Sonny and Cher. And then the sighs are amazing. I know. (sighs) Um, (laughs) So then you have this kind of like teeny bopper 60s moment as well of like being hopelessly in love. I love the record skips. You know, I love a groove, right? And I'm usually like stuck in a groove. And those are moments that disrupt a groove very effectively Mm -hmm. and make you pay attention and also you know I did wonder I was like oh did we have a glitch like what happened so it makes you pay attention to the apparatus that you're listening on in addition to the song Mm -hmm. with the record skips there is the sense that you're listening to something that is on a record as opposed to a streaming thing and then she 
also says God only knows a lot, which mm-hmm. given all of these other things, I was like, oh, that's like a Beach Boys reference. And so totally, yes. it's a yeah. fun postmodern pastiche of various yeah. 60s kind. It's like if you just took the 60s and mixed it all together, including the technology that existed. Yeah. It does feel like a distillation, like the way of perfumier, mm. would like distill mm-hmm. the idea of something, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but using kind of all these disparate elements and mixing all these things together. Together, yeah. it then becomes evocative of this idea. And in this case, it's the 60s or of retro music. I love the size. I mean, the size are really my favorite part yes. of the song. It's really why I picked yeah. it. Is it size of relaxation or exasperation? Because, I mean, she keeps singing like, I got so close to this thing, probably a crush mm-hmm. or probably a lover. And, and it seems like it just didn't work mm-hmm. out. It's these sighs of like, oh, I'm in love yep. with this person. I'm in love with this idea. That pleasure. The hopeless devotion. Yeah, and then sometimes mm-hmm. the sighs just feel like, oh, man, like, it's over. Like, I have fallen from the sun. like you're in somebody's diary Mm, mm -hmm. I think in part because it sounds like it's recorded in a bedroom and so there's this very intimate domestic feel to the song and those sighs again I just keep thinking about like the archetype of a teenage girl just in love she's like writing their name endlessly and outlining it with hearts in her journal it's so hazy and dreamy too so Everything kind of feels like the fluff in somebody's head. Yeah. And I'm not saying that like teenage girls' heads are filled teenage with fluff. Teenage girls' heads are all filled with fluff. But, you know, everybody's got fluff in their head. Totally, and yeah. that's what journals are for. You get the fluff yeah. out. I also so. imagine her writing with like one of those fluffy pens with like the yes. poof of feathers on top. She probably also has like that on some little kitten heel, uh-huh. high heel slippers. The strap is fluff. What is it called? The it's vamp. not. It's called the vamp. Oh, okay. I was like the dedicated shoe copywriter for QVC. Oh my God, I love it. (laughs) I used to know, like 10 years ago, I used to know all the like parts of shoe name. There's like a million different words to describe shoes. I was actually talking about the material. Oh, shit. (laughs) That's kind of like what feather boas are made of. Is it like marboa or something? Sometimes it's chicken feathers. I'm sure. If they're more inexpensive, and they might be for a teenager, um, it might just be chicken feathers. Hey, whatever makes you feel fancy. I know. Fancy wouldn't judge. No. What is it called? All right. Google, Google, Google. Marabou. It is. Okay. I was so close. Well, I love this vision of her. Her little marabou slippers Mm -hmm. in bed, kind of kicking them back and Mm -hmm. forth in the air. She writes in her diary. This 
next song also is very up-tempo. It's very fun. It's so sunny yeah. feeling. It just makes you feel optimistic. Also, it is about marijuana legalization, yeah. which I think can have a lot of positive benefits. <laughs> and New Mexico officially, it was passed in 2021, so it's technically legal, but nobody's open yeah. yet to do recreational marijuana. But the latest is April that places oh, wow. will be open. Cool. So hoping that it brings in some much-needed revenue to my beautiful state, to the beautiful state in which I reside. Because yeah. I don't own the it. The land of enchantment. The right? land of enchantment. There's someone who has a New Mexico license plate in my neighborhood, and that's why I know that. And I'm always like, what the fuck are you doing here? Isn't it a cute license plate? We have three cute Super license Super cute. Plates. It's the is teal it? one. Oh, it's the teal one. I have that yeah. one. Yeah, the classic one is yellow with red mm-hmm. font, and I, there's mm-hmm. like a little yucca in the middle of it, and the, yeah. the Zia symbol. There's yeah. the turquoise one, and then there's the dumb chili pepper yeah, one, which I think I sent you. The battle between Colorado Pueblo chilies and New Mexico chilies, and <laughs> so getting stupid. it on a license plate. We, who's going to be first? New Mexico oh won. And it's free. Colorado makes you pay $50 for Ooh. it. Mm. That was like a priority that New Mexico said. They were like, no, we need to make this accessible <laughs> to everybody, which I really appreciate. I really love that. That makes me want to get the chili pepper license it's, plate it's if I were to ever have to make that decision. Why are there so many fonts on there? Anyways, so this song is called uh, Weed in LA, and it's by the Koreatown Oddity. his like vocalizations when the song opens yeah. <laughs> to me it sounds like someone just asks you like kind of a difficult question and you're stoned and you're trying to answer and you're like but what well, you see but <laughs> the entire beat for the song just sounds like a smile yes like, the beat is just smiling at you yeah and you can't help but smile while you're listening to it I can't really speak to like LA, but it does seem like it really represented like a specific community of LA. And the song comes out of that. And it just felt like walking through a street where you know everybody and everyone kind of knows you. And yeah. it's a place that some people would think like the news would come in and be like, oh, tell me about this community. Yeah. Almost as an explorer or as a place that's perceived yes. as like dangerous or other yes, or whatnot. Definitely other. But for yeah. this person, it's just like, it's their home and it's where they feel completely and utterly comfortable. And it's just, you can't help but smile when you walk down the streets. I realize that's like a utopian fantasy of a place that I, I'm not familiar with, but that's what the yeah, song I mean, I think he's me. definitely making that happen. Like, I don't think that what you're saying is like yeah. just some imagination of like, I don't know, you watch the movie Friday and you're like, yeah, people in South Central hang out. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I've seen the West Side Story. I know New York. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> because like there's, there's lines about like his mom coming from Ohio uh-huh. moving to LA and like him growing up in this kind of community where there are these single moms and he talks about yeah. like eating fried yeah. gizzards and saving mm-hmm. the grease and there's definitely this idea I think he explicitly says like single moms like a community yeah. definitely does feel like of of a particular place I mean also because he does name some streets I love actually when he names the streets because he's talking about like being on his bike and ki- as a kid and talking about this hill yeah, yeah. on Adams and there's a break and he goes really miss the dip in the hill when they had it yes it, makes also the feeling of him being on a bike and like going over that dip and when you lose that contact with the ground with your tires so it's really fun and Mm -hmm. definitely takes you into his childhood i cringed as i thought about saying this term but i'm gonna say it anyway (laughs) it's like a slice of life yeah it's short it's sweet 
you just get a little snapshot into this kind of utopian LA. To the mass when I told you all my last year was gonna be passed. You're making me laugh. Rise a for the black kids in my neighborhood. Me, Brian, Sean, Brett, Anthony, single moms like a community and a family. Gloria, Gail, Thea, Felicia, and Sharice. Eating fried gizzard for dinner, saving the grease. Walking the sizzle with my granny. Eating cantaloupe with mac and cheese. Mama came to LA from Ohio in her teens. Got up out the house headed for California dreams. 1983's when the seas conceived. Next year in the summer heat came, baby Dominique. Born and raised in the only place where I want to be. Little black and Hispanic kids running streets. Riding I also just love this whole attitude of like, yeah, they legalized it. <laughs> so like, we don't give a fuck. Like there's sort of this like ironic sneer at this. Yes. They legalized weed in LA, but that doesn't really mean anything for us because we're still getting arrested and we also don't really want to pay these high business taxes. Right. We're supporting yeah. a local business that is our friend who's not registered with the state. Yeah. Are you going to let out everybody that you yeah. have in jail locked up with mm-hmm. intent to sell? I've been kind of following the legalization process a little bit. There was a part of the bill that they were thinking about passing, but it would limit the size of companies that could sell in New Mexico to try to keep it small and keep it local. That unfortunately did not pass. And so I think most of the companies that are in New Mexico, unfortunately, are like owned by Arizonans yeah. and Coloradans. And I was looking at the the board because um, New Mexico people have been smoking weed here for a very long time. It was actually the first state to have medical marijuana laws oh, wow. back in I the 1970s, which huh. I I know cool. I learned that too. Um, but I looked at like the New Mexico Cannabis Advisory Board, and it's all like Gen X yeah. white guys. And I was like, yeah, yeah. that's the problem with legalized weed and like stores that look like apple stores and just the way that it's so boutiqued and quote-unquote safe now or high-end yeah and that's a really big issue obviously you can see benefits like colorado the border Mm -hmm. towns those flourished i don't know how long it's gonna last now that new mexico has legalized it but it's interesting i'm down to do some sin taxes and get (laughs) money into the state (laughs) we love sin taxes in pennsylvania I love that term too. It's amazing. I know. It's oh so my good. god, that's a delight. Do you want to live deliciously? Yeah, Got to pay your syntax, and we're not talking about the way you speak. Nope, it's not about language mm-hmm. here. <laughs> a lot of things rose, went, and came. A lot of those still stuck in my brain. Look around, see shit done change, but in my soul, all the feelings remain. So it's sort of strange. I heard they legalized weed in LA. Oh word. What I still don't mean a thing. Me and my niggas still twisting trees without all of them tax fees. I heard they legalize weed in LA. Oh, word. What a letter all the people that you got in jail locked up on a tent to sell. We're here with a career town oddity. Speaking of syntax, I wasn't expecting to go into a dark angle, but I love this song. It's called The Garden. It's very much about the Garden of Eden mm-hmm. and kind of accessing a forbidden delight. Great. It's Black Philip. Yeah, this is Black Philip from The Witch, otherwise known as The Vivitch. Um, the song lives deliciously. So, The Garden by PJ Harvey. Just feels like it's about all sorts of things that you shouldn't be doing, but you want to do, and so you do them anyway. Totally. You sneak out of the house to see somebody in the middle of the mm-hmm. night in some moonlit garden. I used to have a journal that had two sides, and one said daydreams and one said cool. night dreams, and they had different illustrations. This very much reminded me of the nighttime illustration, which had like a moonlit labyrinth, you know, so everything is just cast in this different 
tone yeah. of light. Like I love the way moonlight looks. It really is silvery. Yes. It does make everything seem magical yes. and everything does seem otherworldly. Even though it's the same world, you're seeing it literally in a different light. Yeah. And boy, it does make a difference. Mm-hmm. Like everything could come to life at any second. Like the shadows are off somehow. Like yeah. it's the bizarro world of the daytime. There's some really interesting close intervals that yeah. happen. There's some unexpected turns that she takes. It is pretty repetitive, but there's these little differences that she peppers in. I mean, she's sung higher. It sounded like a chorus of angels or like succumbing to possession. Or, yeah. <laughs> or like suddenly yes. like the statue in the cemetery like turns its yes. head and looks at you again in moonlight like maybe you saw it or maybe the statue's head yeah. has always been like that because it's a fairly sparse song like all those little surprises become even more surprising mm-hmm. and because the song is is repetitive but there are those interruptions it does feel like these unexplained phenomena that you're witnessing and you're like did it actually happen yeah. i mean i'm still yeah. in the same song but something seems mm-hmm. to have shifted here totally deliciously absolutely if you haven't seen the vivich well you should it's a good movie it's atmospheric some people might be bored by it and be like why is it so slow but if you're into creepy slow movies then you will like it pretty pretty yeah pretty creepy slow instead of crazy sexy cool pretty (laughs) creepy slow this feels like a song at the end of the movie there's a choice to live deliciously yeah and i think it's important to know that we're dealing with the puritans yeah we're dealing with people who don't eat butter Butter is like the ultimate luxury. Mm. The brightest color they wear is like a medium gray. Yeah. So since we said syntax, syntax, the like structure of languages was stuck in my head. Mm -hmm. The way that PJ Harvey writes the lyrics is almost like biblical syntax. It's like, and then he did this. And then there was this. And then he rested upon Mm. this. It almost felt like a dark fairy tale, Mm -hmm. like the Mm -hmm. Bible is sometimes. (laughs) Like it just was, it was not a very conversational style of narration and it seemed like weirdly formal to me. Mm, It felt like mm -hmm. a myth. It it felt like a tale you tell around a campfire or by candlelight and it just evokes this like dark and sexy desire to live deliciously. I've actually been dancing to these three songs oh, with amazing. my noise canceling headphones. I'm having a silent disco by cool. myself in my house. <laughs> I love it. This song is called Gemini and Leo by Elado Negro. You get to go groove on a cosmic dance floor. Impression. 
I don't know if Gemini and Leo are like highly compatible with one another. This song makes me think that a Gemini and a Leo have like this magnetic supernatural chemistry that like just creates this world mm -hmm. of splendor and delight around them whenever mm. they're together. Mm. This song is definitely the soundtrack to like two people. Perhaps they've been in love a long time. Perhaps they just met and it's a first date, but it's two people who have instant incredible chemistry and they just sort of spend this night dancing on the floor in a crowded room, but like really they're the only two people yeah, in the room for that. Them. There's these really cute little synth steps that happen when they're starting to add more and more stuff into the song. It definitely felt like the disco floor tiles that like light up when you step on them. Yeah. And for some reason, I kept thinking of like taffy machines. Have you ever seen like okay. taffy being pulled? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like endlessly kind of like spreads and then contracts and yes. spreads. And yes. Yeah. And it's so mesmerizing. Yeah. And so like, I think because there's a groove, it did feel like how that taffy machine is also on a groove. Like it's, you know, it has a mm -hmm. pattern that it's following. Yeah. It has this really intricate and layered beat. It's very complicated and dreamy. Like it sort of surrounds you in this like sparkly cloud yes. of, of pleasure. And it's so carefree. I just wanted to like twirl around on a dance floor while listening to the song. It's pure delight. Like it really was two people who were just yeah. feeling each other. Or I guess it could just be one person in a solo dance party feeling themselves as well. As you demonstrated. <laughs> That's possible. Yeah. somber and surprising end yes. it sort of ends in a big mystery it feels like mm -hmm. a, a cliffhanger in a movie do they kiss like does one of them get hit by a car like what do they get married does they, do they die like what happens yeah um, i think and the song doesn't know. answer it for you you'll never know and the song you'll never not know tell you. it's their no. secret they like let you in you got to see them having fun and then yeah. You don't know what's happening after that. The spell is over. Like, you're not part of that spell anymore. Yeah. It's almost like a reversal of the Donna Summer last chance, last dance song. You know how last that dance. song yeah. starts slower. And then it mm -hmm. is a fun disco for the rest of the song. Yeah. And this one is like this kind of cool cosmic groove yeah. that then transitions into something much more pensive at the end. Like mm -hmm. that little sparkly cloud has dissipated oh, totally yeah. sometimes clouds dissipate mm -hmm. and they realize that whatever they were in is no longer there yeah. it's the end of yeah. the party it's the last dance i actually didn't have two humans in my mind for whatever reason okay. they were definitely two entities but they were kind mm -hmm. of like critters cool. doing really intricate kind of saturday night <laughs> fever ornate partner disco dancing that's beautiful you know as soon as like, i visualize like uh like glittery space like foxes to me they're not bound yeah. by this earthly plane like they're existing in the celestial plane i love it i imagine them like their bodies are made of like dust yes. or like just like a composite of a bunch of different like particles that sometimes they form together to create a recognizable mm -hmm. shape Sometimes they don't. I wonder if at the end, like your sparkly cloud that dissipates, maybe they dissipate too. 
because they're just yeah. made out of space junk. <laughs> they're made out of right. space, dust. space dust. And they just go yeah. back to the universe from which they came. I just watched Dune, the new one, mm, mm-hmm. for the first time. I'm, I'm very late to that, mm. but I think it's very much inspired by dust, which in that movie is like sparkly, glittery, powerful. I don't know. It's like an element. I don't, I don't know. It's this thing that needs to be exploited by colonizers, and it's very valuable. Oh, spice. Spice. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Dust is from another movie. Dust, Dust is, is from... from the Golden Compass. It's like, I'm really bad at fantasy movies. When there's like this like fully conceived fantastical world, yeah. my brain just like... I know. Like it took me a long time with Lord of the Rings to actually like yeah. know the names of the different characters. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like, Even oh, Harry Potter oh, yeah. is pushing it for me. <laughs> I was like, oh, is that is that a different long-haired man with a beard? There are too many yeah. long-haired men with beards in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So this is like spice. Yeah. <laughs> They're made out of spice. Yes. I like couldn't take the movie seriously because I kept thinking like this movie is just Spice World. Yeah. This should just be called Spice World. <laughs> like I don't get why it's not called Spice World. <laughs> Be hopeful or not. Live deliciously. Yeah, it could be your year, but don't be stressed out if it's not. No. It's still going to be a year. It will be a year. Like, rate, review, tell a friend, follow us on something. We're on Instagram. <laughs> the- Impressions, the podcast. That's the one place you can follow us. Yeah. Yes. And we're online if you want to subscribe to our RSS feed. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can do that at impressionspodcast.com. Also on all major podcast platforms. We got Apple. We got, I'm not going to list them. You could figure it out. Just make sure you have the right Impressions Podcast. <laughs> yeah. You know what we sound like by now. Yep. Those were our impressions. Ah. <laughs>